0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I am Martina Cunha and you are listening to Backstage Talk. Jonathan Larson asked how can you make someone take off and fly in one of his songs from Tick Tick Boom. And I, for the past two years, have learned one way to do it, through the power of community. Welcome to the Latinx in Musical Theatre special for Season 3 of Backstage Talk, where we will be featuring artists from across all positions in musical theatre, from several Latin American countries and different Latin heritages. I am proud to showcase my Latinx family. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to one of the last episodes in this season, the Latinx and musical theater special. Today's guest is someone I've been following around for quite a while. She is an amazing dancer, born and raised in Miami, Florida. I have her here with me, Gabby Diaz. She started dancing at the age of three and trained in various styles growing up. In 2015, she was crowned America's favorite dancer for season 12 of Fox's So You Think You Can Dance, and she went on to perform and tour alongside season 12 top 10. She has also performed in Jennifer Lopez's Las Vegas show All I Have, and on several tours like Travis's Walsh Shaping Sound Company. Her work on film includes Netflix musical Tick-Tick Boom and Steven Spielberg's adaptation of West Side Story. She will now be part of MCC's new musical Only Gold, set to premiere next month, October 2022. Alongside previous guests from Backstage Talk, Reed Luplau and Jennifer Florentino. Gabby, I am so honored to have you here. Welcome to Backstage Talk.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So tell us why why the Vespian path in life?
1: So I feel like I didn't necessarily set out to join this musical theater community, but I love storytelling and I have just... Been drawn to that through movement and physicality specifically, and that love of storytelling in dance has now led me to New York City, led me to jobs like West Side Story and meeting this community of people and the musical theater community in New York, and has it's just it, they welcomed me right in to to this Broadway off Broadway show life. So it's it's my first. Performance experience in New York um, with this community of people, but I'm I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying it so far.
0: <laughs> I love it. I know it will be amazing. So let's go a little bit back to the start of everything, which was your like aha moment because you started dancing very very young, and with several styles. So tell us a little bit about your journey in dancing and in movement.
1: I started dancing like you said very young because my older sister was in dance. I feel like so many people share this common story, but I saw my sister dancing and immediately, you know, asked my mom as soon as I was allowed to, I wanted to be in dance classes. And then from there it it just took off. Like I I loved moving. I loved storytelling. I loved tapping into different emotions, different genres, different w- yeah, different styles to convey different emotions. So I was really, I also had a lot of energy as a child. So I was really interested in learning as many different styles and genres of dance as I could. So I trained, you know, ballet, jazz, tap, hip hop, contemporary, whatever it was, I wanted to get in a class and learn how to teach my body to tell stories through movement.
0: I love it. Let's double click on, on that, on telling stories through movement. So how do you approach storytelling through movement? What's your process like?
1: I I just try I try to be as present as I can be in the moment and receive I mean it's not dissimilar to acting, it's just a different medium. I've never practiced translating through my voice and through the sound of my voice but in the same way you receive direction in a play or on film I try to adapt that same mentality through my body and like it's listening to what's around you being with the people you're in the scene with or in the number in the piece with and letting the whole world around you that's being built by the creatives inform your physicality.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. So what a piece of advice would you tell a younger version of yourself, a younger Gabby that, has, that hasn't that has discovered this whole dancing through life to be a little bit cliché <laughs> um, thing about being an artist?
1: I think I would tell my younger self, to not be afraid of singing and acting. <laughs> I actually went to, I grew up at a studio that offered singing and acting classes. And I was just always intimidated by it. And I felt like the dance part always came more naturally to me. Um, and now later in my life that I'm like tapping into like, I'm, I mean, I'm singing in the show. I'm, I'm acting, you know, like it's, I'm doing these things that I was afraid of growing up. I don't know why I was so afraid and why it felt so intimidating, but I would tell my younger self to approach learning about storytelling with my voice, with the same openness as I did with movement.
0: Absolutely. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. I am quite the opposite. I'm an actor, singer first, dance, like last. <laughs> but I would, I would give myself that advice to Like, go try it. You might enjoy yeah. it. Just
1: try it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? We're born and raised in a city full with Latinx influence, right? And um, through your embodiment of, of of styles and dance, we can see the Latin flow on your body. So I want to to know, what is visibility and representation for you?
1: It matters more than anything to me. I actually feel like I lost or I veered away from my culture a little bit when I was just strictly dancing, living in Los Angeles and living in Chicago for a bit. I just I was not surrounded by other Latinx people and I didn't realize until I got to New York to do the West Side Story film and was surrounded by my community of people again how much of myself had just like been put on the shelf for years and the wonderful thing about New York City is I have that community with me again it's a it's a culturally diverse city so when you know I want arroz con frijoles I can find it I can find like-minded people that encourage me to continue to show up with all the parts of myself that, you know, maybe I, I put away for a little while because of quote unquote professionalism, blah, 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 whatever. Getting rid of your accent, all, all of that, like, is no longer, it doesn't have to be off the table. And I think yeah. the more I'm surrounded by people who encourage me to show up with my Latinidad, um, I really enjoy being able to bring that to hopefully inspire, you know, the future generations of performers to show up with their whole selves as well.
0: You will have your first New York experience with this off-Broadway show that we mentioned, the only gold um, that it's getting done at MCC. There are other Latinx performers on that show, and being this your first experience in New York, how do you think that we can increase that Latin visibility and representation on Broadway, Broadway, off-Broadway, off-off-Broadway?
1: I mean, someone like Andy Blankenbuehler just opening the door to invite these people into the room is step 1, right? It's like the people who are in the positions of power and create the opportunities right now, they have to let us in the room. And he has done that. He has he has built and cultivated a very culturally diverse room. So I'm in rehearsals with people who I can relate to in a, within, you know, my sense of humor. I can speak Spanish in rehearsal and be understood and feel seen in the room, and I think, I think you'll feel that when you watch the show because you will feel a body, a company on stage of people who like truly see one another for who they are, and we're not all just trying to blend in and look the same on stage. Um, and so I think increasing, yeah, increasing the visibility um, will hopefully happen naturally through the way the audience receives like what they're seeing on stage, seeing like excellence in every form and every color on stage together.
0: And I love that you mentioned that you had, you're having this opportunity of saying something in Spanish and someone turns around and answers you. Mm -hmm. And because that feeling of being seen, heard, included, um, it's just, magical oh, and one of my last questions would be what is the most important part of creating latin characters or or adding latin movement to shows in your experience uh, because your your background is so big right and you're diving you're putting your toes out there in musical theater now so what would be that that important part of adding the Latin flow into characters and into movement.
1: It feels very important to me to, although I'm not playing a Latin character in this show, it doesn't mean that those parts of me do not exist in her, in the way she moves, in her sass, in her spunk, in, you know, in the way she carries herself on stage. Like I can inform so many of those decisions with my culture and my history and i think it's amazing that i as a latina get to just play this role and it's not like i'm not specifically playing the latina in the show but it doesn't mean that i can't still bring myself to it and i'm i'm having a lot of fun i'm i'm having fun getting to um incorporate you know the fire that's like it's just in us and there's no need to keep it away from the stage like why not bring it all
0: I absolutely love it I (laughs) absolutely love it that you just have that in the back of your mind and it's playing there it's it's informing how you move how the presence you have on stage and it's it's amazing it's amazing Gabby, if someone wants to follow you, see what you're doing, or um, can they find you?
1: The best place to see what I'm up to would probably be my Instagram. I, I have to admit, I'm not the best. <laughs> I'm not the best with social media. But whenever I do want to share what I'm up to, or if you're interested in seeing what I'm up to, it would be there. It would be on my Instagram.
0: Awesome. And? <laughs> I'm going to tweak this question a little bit since you're, you're starting to get to know musical theater, Uh, but the original question would be, which are your favorite five, your favorite, five favorite musical theater shows, right? Okay. But I might change it with you to your five favorite choreographers.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So you
0: can choose either the shows or the choreographers or both (laughs) give us the treat.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I feel like growing up, I just, I was obsessed with the Cats DVD. And as a dancer, I think Cats, it has just stuck with me my whole life because that was a show that, like, you know, fully embodied storytelling through physicality. These people were committed to being cats on stage. So Cats is one of my favorites just because of like what it meant to me growing up. In terms of choreographers, I really love Justin Peck. I love Andy Blankenbuehler. I'm having a wonderful time working with him on this. Um, Oh my gosh, this is hard. I mean, West Side Story, obviously, would be a favorite show because of my history with it and seeing Rita Moreno and everything that Anita was and is to so many young Latinas. Um, that's four. I need one more. Um oh my gosh, oh my gosh! What have I seen recently that I've enjoyed? I mean, there's so much out there there's so much out there i've- re- actually really enjoy seeing plays too, and uh getting used to seeing people just use their voices through speech on stage and like how powerful that can be without like the heightened reality of dance and singing has been interesting oh my god this is a hard <laughs> this is on like cats west side story justin andy blank and camille brown as a choreographer i think she's amazing and i would love to work with her someday
0: oh <laughs> trust me you will we're gonna make that happen
1: yeah we'll put it out there
0: Yes. Gabby, thank you so much for being here. This has been amazing. I wish you the best, not only with only gold, but everything that will come. You are amazing. Your movement is amazing. So thank you for being here, sharing your thoughts.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast.